That's a sock drip, man. Mine is just regular, like stripes. I, that's, I do the stripes too, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Palo Santo. Gotta get the vibes right. You. You, boom boom. There we go. There we go. We don't we don't start until we get the Frankie gun. Bow, 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 bow. Right, that's, <laughs> that's it. That's good. All right, we can get into it. Hello, good people. My name is 4KJ. This it is this is the For the Stress podcast. How are you, good folks, doing? I am joined always by the good brother Frankie Metals, aka El Capitan, aka Caps Lock, aka El Cap. A.K.A. the Backwood Ninja, A.K.A. the Savior. How are you, beloved? Great, great. Mm-hmm. See, I'm trying to keep it contained. I'm not gonna wild out with the A.K.A.s, but you know, gotta give you the uh, proper due. I fox with them. All right. Well, before we get into our guest today, church announcements. <laughs> follow the show on everything: Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com/slash. 4KJ. You can follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. You can follow a celestial goddess on IG for your holistic healing. Shout out to her. I got a new bracelet. You can follow at Ivy's Tico on IG for your herbal needs. I mean, bracelets in the building. Uh, you can follow a uh, new sponsor alert. You can follow Embrace Naturally on IG for all your healthcare needs. Uh, black business for all of my natural hair black women so if you try and get your fro right get your edges right and all of that good shit like that there follow embrace naturally you can follow the dojo on ig at the dojo jc for your recording needs make sure y'all like rate review subscribe tell a friend to tell a friend and all that good shit like that there now 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 we have a guest in the building thoroughly pleased to have this young lady here we have. Do you want me to use your real name or? You can use my artist name. Okay, we have. In the glow. Bow 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 bow. Clap it up for In the glow. Welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you here. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm happy you are here. How are you, beloved? I am great. Um, for one, I always wanted to go to the dojo. So being welcome, here, welcome to the dojo. Yeah. Thank you. I'm, I'm really happy to be here. Um, it's a really nice vibe. I always like the podcast, so it's an honor to be a guest, and I just can't wait. You know, like <laughs> we're gonna talk about some really cool stuff, so I'm really excited. And so, I came across in the glow. Well, pause for the calls. I have this. I have to give another shout out to the Quan, because <laughs> this motherfucker is he's like almost a, a secret executive producer on the show because he always like pointing me in the direction of people I should talk to and he pointed me in the direction of Indiglow he was like yo man you need to check her out she dope as hell she from the city she does all types of stuff and I wasn't familiar with you so when he I ain't know. I did not know so when I came across um, your page I think it would be better for you to explain to the people what you do because you do a lot very well so (laughs) thank you um well i'm a multidisciplinary artist um my concentrations are um painting and filmmaking um aside from my own personal paintings that i do i also have a series called faces which is a docu-series that pretty much so like um is storytelling and merging that with visual art and so I take the stories of people I find inspiring. Sometimes they're souls that I meet along the way, and a lot of times they're friends of mine. And I just am galvanized by how they're able to, you know, overcome adversity or speak about a particular experience in their life. And I take that and 
we, we create art. And I create art to their recollections, their monologues, their poems. And we started the docuseries in 2019. And mm -hmm. I initially started it um, in Austin. Um, by the way, I am a Jersey City native. Yes, she is I born am. and bred. She is <laughs> a Jersey City. One of Jersey City's own. There you go. Talk your shit. There you go. But... But um, I lived in Austin for four years and I started the series there. And since then, I moved back to my hometown, wanted to get in touch with my roots. Um, and back. we brought it, we brought it back to Jersey. So we've been doing that. And yeah, that's pretty much what I do. Um, visual art and filmmaking. Well, bravo. Yeah, yeah bravo. I've seen um, with your Faces series, I might, forgive me if I'm simplifying it, but for what I've seen, you, you know, the people that you're profiling, they'll talk their uh, monologue, rather, you know, speak their piece, and you're like painting in the background. Yeah. And your pieces always like correspond to whatever they're saying in a very visceral way, and I thought that was like super dope. Yeah. I was like super duper dope. Thank you. I think the reason why I chose the name Faces is because oftentimes we encounter people in everyday life, and you know that that age old idiom where it's like never judge a book by its cover but right. subconsciously we always judge a book by its cover and sometimes that judgment is not necessarily judgment because judgment is such a you know um incriminating word or it could be but you know we look at someone and we're kind of like moved or curious to see like what's behind that face right so i like to take the face and say this is what you see but let's see what's underneath it so you let's, like to like open a book, so to speak. Let's open a book. Exactly. Okay. And so, um, yeah, like that was the purpose. I really wanted to to really examine people in their, their lives um, and see how that manifests through their face and their look and who they are as people. That's super dope. That's super duper dope. But before um, I get to the generic what inspired you questions and shit like that <laughs> i want to explain to the people i want to let y'all know how small jersey city is right so when i reached out to in the glow we chopped it up for a while we just talking back and forth sharing experience with each other and i was like yeah you know i do a podcast with frankie she was like frankie frankie metals I'm like yeah that's my man oh my god i know frankie from way back in the day yes <laughs> frankie so I just want Jersey City's artistic community is 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 vast but small at the same time. Is there's a lot of artists, but you can you always all the artists that I've encountered always know each other, maybe second or third party removed. So I right. I just think it was funny to me that we can meet and then automatically have a common person. Like within the first way. Well, you know what they say. Minutes? Yeah, you know what they say. Like, you know, the heart of Jersey City is the art. Right. The heart of the city at its core is really the art. And I feel like, um, yeah, Jersey City is so small. You know, I've known Frankie for almost four going on five years. And yeah, he's always been like phenomenal and amazing and like kind of like served as like a nurturer and cultivator, especially like with the dojo mm -hmm. and, you know, with him like kind of taking artists on and like working with them and really helping them develop their sound um hi key like you are og out here like yeah, frankie's you, definitely you OG. are og and so, so if, if you if you're not from jersey city you can you know and you happen to be in jersey city you could bring up i tell him all the time like you could bring up frankie's name damn near anywhere in the city and somebody will be like oh i know i know frankie frankie yeah i know frankie so so thank me, you bro yeah thank you and I want to say, when you immediately mentioned his name, like, I knew you were solid. Oh, because, thank you. Because Frankie's solid. And I was like, yeah, I, I definitely have to, you know, you know, come check out this podcast and, and listen to the episodes. And, you know, like I said before, I'm really happy to be here. So Yeah, we, I try, you know, I try, birds of a feather. Mm. You know what I mean? Birds <laughs> of a together. feather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I want to go back to what you said about the Jersey City art community because um, for me, I was always like, I was, I want to say oblivious, 
but I was always I didn't really know how deep the artistic community in Jersey City was like I knew it from the rapper side but I didn't know it from the you know the, the artists the filmmakers the graffiti artists I didn't know how deep it ran in Jersey City yeah. so I'm saying all that to say you know how did you discover that scene like what inspired you to be like all right well this is what I like to do like how did you connect with that scene because I it eluded me until I met him yeah well since I was a kid I always had an affinity for the heart arts excuse mm -hmm. me as most artists you know you start young you start when you're a kid or at least if you're not already doing or creating art you have an appreciation for or you have a desire to kind of be a part of it so um, with my particular generation you know I'm born in the 90s um, what was really special about our upbringing is that a lot of us um, we attended the Jersey City you know obviously public school district um, but there was something that kind of happened you know in the early 2000s mid 2000s that was magical there was a lot of money that was being put into you know developing the arts so we had magnet programs we had um, you know just various people um, come kind of immerse themselves into mm -hmm. the classroom through art mm -hmm. and that pretty much so supplemented like our kind of our foundation mm. and so I remember you know being in grammar school you know shout out to PS 17 I went to Joseph H Frank Singer shout out to PS know. 12 ask a place crescent all that good shout shit out to PS 16 <laughs> <laughs> So I went to PS 17 and, you know, I was, um, I had this brilliant art teacher by, by the name of Miss Tuba Salon, you know, she remarried and went by Miss Freeze, but she would take us to the Met. She would take mm. us to different museums. And so it was more than just, you know, kind of going to like class and just doodling, like, mm -hmm. you know, on a piece of paper or doing like a cliche, um, art project that coincided with, uh, you know, a season or a holiday. Mm -hmm. It was like she was really immersing us like within the the culture of of creating art on a on a professional level mm -hmm. but having us look through a lens that was you know see 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 that um professionalism or or see that inspiration see that in the community around you right and so like um from there i went to you know you know the my middle school which was ms4 and okay. what was brilliant about ms4 was that the purpose for ms4 was to be a merger um because there was the um booker t washington mm -hmm. um the montgomery yep. project right um and a couple of kids shout out to the jacks you know right right, right. um and uh, you know a couple of kids lafayette. that came from oh yeah yeah, yeah. you know laughing at mm -hmm. so it was supposed to be a merger of all those um, neighborhoods and a little bit of like Greenville and also too, uh, obviously, um, Bergen Lafayette. Mm -hmm. I mean, we know as being like Paul, Monticello, right. McGinley Square. Right. So that school served as a merger to bring all the, the talent um, and the kids from different cracks and crevices of the city into, into one and start getting them into, you know, artistic magnet programs to supplement the education. So I was in the AEP program and um, we were learning like photography, you know, right. at age 11 and, and not just learning photography, but learning how to maneuver in Photoshop and, and, and being able to build your own website. Mm. And so I'm like, you know, kind of going deep in there. But what I'm really trying to say was that um, the Jersey City Public Schools, like they really nurtured um, the artistic talent and the creativity of its, its students of, of the children of the community i, I think that and, I, i'm not to cut you off i'm sorry uh, i think that is actually fantastic because for during that time period i think it happened with i think me, me and frankie maybe around the same time period but i think for us it we were the beginning of that but I think with your generation is when they really cemented, okay, this is what we're doing. And now I don't see as much of that. And I think for for you to come out of that and other artists in your field or, or you know, in your, um, what's the word I'm looking for? In your wheelhouse, so to speak. That's big for this city to take a bunch of inner city kids who, without any other means wouldn't be exposed to things like that. 
like it, it shows then because now i don't know what the fuck they're doing but it shows <laughs> that you know if you if you give the inner city kids or the kids who are always stereotyped as whatever or they gonna they're gonna be this if you just show them that there's more there'll be more and I think that is evident in everything that you're doing. So I just want to give a quick shout out to Jersey City Public Schools yeah. from then, because I don't know what the fuck y'all doing now. I mean, we all, I think we all come from the same generation, like the Charles C. Epps generation. Like, I mean, right, people right. come came from Charles C. Epps, you know. But um, one thing I, I can admire was that through his, you know, administration of, as being a superintendent, like we had premier art programs right. like we had vpa like that i would eventually go into high school and so what i really wanted to get at was that a lot of us in our generation in my generation excuse me um in the art scene we had all of that and so while you know moving through that and developing our artistry we um when we became young adults it was like wow we know what we want to be like we, right. we want to be an artist we're in the most diverse city in the United States of America. We're immersed and surrounded by literally every culture mm-hmm. and everything. What do we do with that? Right. And so that was, I feel like, the the, the birthing of like the golden era of, mm-hmm. of, of Jersey City artistry, which was, you know, circa 2011. We speaking about it like it's far away, but low key that was you know nine years ago. But 2011, 2012 with like the dopeness, mm-hmm. and, and and from the dopeness moving more so to like you know 2015 through 2017, mm-hmm. more like 2015 through 2016. You had the era of Cafe Soul, and then yeah, see, kind I missed of, all. Um, I missed all of that. Yeah, but yeah, you did, and it's like unfortunate. <laughs> it's unfortunate, but those were like two like pivotal things or two pivotal venues um or eras Mm -hmm. i would even call them eras um in jersey city that really kind of like solidify like this is the the, this is the renaissance this is the meeting Mm -hmm. of the minds this is the meeting of the the artists and i really have to you know give my flowers to you know my generation because we're at the forefront of that you know in every avenue we have brilliant photographers like andy mack Mm -hmm. um john john um bonita from bonita to we have amazing musicians Mm -hmm. you know and there's an endless you know uh, you know list of them all like i don't i low-key don't want to say all of them (laughs) because they were like i listened and you didn't mention you know um we have psalm and from psalm we have annie the wise and from annie the wise we we have other you know rappers and singers and Naja Young mm-hmm. Conundrum Conundrum oh yes phenomenal bands like we we have so many artists mm. you know that that come out of the Jersey City you know public school mm-hmm. you know era the Charles C Epps era but this is why they're who they are you know and I tell people that all of the time like. When I talk about Jersey, I tell people all the time like we have so much talent here in every single avenue that is like almost not fair. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I would, I'm. Y'all just, don't want no smoke with us. Listen, I'm gonna go on the record and say w- w- we might be the least top five as far as talent wise, just because we have so much talent here. I mean, we get a lot of transplants and whoever, but just people who are born and bred here, like. So Why some not? of the artists I mentioned, I just want to disclaim, like not some, like maybe one or two of them wasn't fully bred in Jersey City, right. but they still add to right, the culture. Right, right, yeah, absolutely. Because absolutely. one thing I can say is that Jersey City is like not just like you know, I mean, it's evidently a melting pot, but it's also a cultivator too. Mm-hmm. Like it's a great cultivating place to like really get like people moving and jumping. For sure. Um, but yeah, you're right. I would definitely say in the top. I definitely say in the top five. And yeah. I think what makes it so, you know, profound is that we're, Jersey City is kind of like displaced when you think about it in regards to like culture. But I mean by displaced, like we don't really have like a defining archetype. Okay. Like if you look at Newark and, and, and if you were to say, okay, how can you spot like a Newark person, you know, person yeah. or a, a Newark dude, you can be able to be like, I. Right, 
So you know I, how you look like. I, 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 or I think I would have to disagree with you. I think Jersey's, back in the day, dreads. But see, we back all in got day, dreads. That's all. It's locks, my brother. It's locks, so not dreads. It's locks. It's locks. But but see, what I mean by I'm not saying that's currently, but I'm saying that like there was once in yeah, yeah, time that, like yeah, an archetype yeah. that yeah. would associate people. Um, or even like with New York, like obviously, like being that it's a a, a more prominent city mm-hmm. in regards to like people, like everyone knows New York City. Mm-hmm. You can archetype someone from there, but Jersey City, it's like everyone is unique in their own particular way. Absolutely. But we meet at one on, on one continuum. Right. And 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 you can spot somebody if you're from Jersey City, you can spot somebody else who's authentically from Jersey City. Absolutely. Because there's only one of one yeah there's it's only one of one our whole, our whole swagger is different like, so that's what i mean by this place right um which is a great thing because like we're unique right um, I, I want i wanted to ask you though during this um golden era that i'm tight that i missed but during this golden era would you consider that like a training ground for your art now like is that where what do you, you mean kind by of, a training ground like is that where you kind of you know sharpen your sword so to speak because you're around all these other creatives you, you get to build with all these other creatives do you feel like that's where you kind of honed your skills oh absolutely like i feel like to be a part of a scene um where everyone else is on their ship and, and doing what they want to do because they have not just an affinity to create but they see the bigger picture is right. always inspiring. And um, I also want to shout out Petey and Craze shout because out to and Craze. I felt like they were the true like archetype. Like they were the 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 forefathers. And I mean, like, it's, it's scary saying that because like we're all young, but right. they really paved the way. Right, right. They really paved the way. And, you know, we see where they're at now. Their work speaks for themselves. Absolutely. And they were the cultivators, the one that would, the ones that, you know, they didn't just have events. Mm-hmm. They would put their friends on the bill. They right. would put other creatives on the bill. Right. You know, and um, I think that was the first time, like, I, I really saw, like, a Jersey City artist um, or a Jersey City uh, group, per se, really engaged community, too. They will also have cleanups. Mm. They will also do drives. They will also, you know, do a lot of charitable work. Yeah. So um, they paved the way for for what is now because, mm-hmm. you know, even though that golden era is not where I was obviously at right now, I'm doing part to like a lot of the venues no longer being there, right. and of course with the pandemic happening. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're seeing this golden era, you know, re-image itself into being an awakening. A political awakening mm-hmm. you know and of course like that's indicative of like what's going on like in the world mm-hmm. but kind of just seeing that you know re-image itself but kind of still feeling that same verve but it's, but it being different whereas like now it's like you can't be an artist and compartmentalize that from being an activist and, and, do, you, and do you feel that way like with your art do you feel kind of obligated to be an activist within your art or is just I'm an activist today, but tonight I'm going to go paint some shit or something like that. <laughs> um, I think I think I'm the first. I think I'm the first because, I mean, an artist's duty is to reflect the times. You know, Nina Simone said that. Um, and I feel like when you kind of, when you're an artist, you're gifted almost with the sense of being able to see the world through a lens Mm -hmm. where it's like you can see multiple perspectives and understand it but you're still in a state of marginalization because you're not obviously you know people don't see art as being something that's immediately lucrative Mm -hmm. it's like you have to get co-opted or um co-signed by Mm -hmm. someone you gotta have a come up you gotta have a struggle period you gotta have a period where people not really fucking with your shit you gotta have a period where you got to go broke and you got to really invest in it and, and really build it a lot of people are not willing to put in that effort right. and they're not afraid to you know say like i fuck up or that like i i didn't have like myself together so in that sense a lot of artists are in a state of marginalization economic mm. marginalization so as i say before um when you're marginalized 
you're able to see things from all perspectives because you you obviously see like the people who are the beneficiaries and they're mm-hmm. the benefiters. Um, but you're also seeing from your lens as being like someone who's in a state of like, well, like I, I, I need more resources. I right. need more access. And so um, especially like being in Jersey City and seeing like what's happening with gentrification mm-hmm. and, and kind of seeing like how everything is being funneled into a particular agenda. Right. Um, you have it's like I, I, I just can't like just go home and paint mm-hmm. because the access that I deserve it's being the, given to someone else. I look out the window and my community is being riddled by eminent domain. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the new condos down the street. But why don't you walk up the block? Like, you know, we still in a food desert. Why does true. downtown not look like the hill? Why, why, do, why when you cross that overpass of Marcellus... You trying to get me to rant, but I'm a chill. Grant. I'm a chill. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm trying to give me the rant, I'm a, but I'm a chill. I'm gonna finish this real quick. No, no, I'm, I'm finish, trying to give me the rant, it. but I'm a chill. Go ahead and finish your thought. But I'm just saying, like when you when you see that juxtaposition, it's like you can't. It's hard for you to just go home and paint. That's right. And, and and just be like, I'm just going to paint, and that's it. You got to paint that that resonates with the people, because the people are going to be the ones that are going to be looking at it. Right. They want to feel. They want to see a piece of them in it, in their experience. Because your experience is their experience too. So do do you yeah. feel like that integrity is missing with certain artists? I'm not going to point out no names, but you know, everything you said was dead on. But there are some artists that I've seen who don't necessarily feel obligated to speak to that side of the city, especially ones who are from the city and see it every day. There are certain artists who just feel like, all right, that's what that's is fucked up what's happening but you know I gotta make some dope shit so people can buy it I mean I I see it but it's so hard to I feel like the people the artists that are doing it Mm -hmm. they don't really have a platform because it's like they've been publicly defunded and what I mean by defunded which is like defunded via attention or defunded via you know not like or you get blacklisted yeah, like they they kind of just like you know, just move on their own accord for them to push. Like they're not bringing people up. Like mm-hmm. that's another thing that I admire about the Jersey City art scene is that um, when one comes up, they bring in somebody else. Oh yeah, we hold the door open. Yeah, and I feel like that's something that we kind of had to work through mm-hmm. because this newfound Jersey City pride comes with its thorns too. You know, in a sense where it's just that, you know, why are the, you know, the artists that come in that kind of get credible jobs or commissions or, you know, opportunities, they're not from here. We have murals from renowned artists from Europe, from 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 different states. And it's mm. nice to have that. But are, are you really pouring in to your community, mm. you know? And I mean, like. Yeah, there's like the, the, the mural arts program. So I'm not completely saying that Jersey City doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. But we see that. And so it's like we there's a, a inclination for us to want to, you know, if one come up. Yeah, absolutely. There's a community that here's a community that nurtured me, that made me. But I, I think that kind of movement towards. I guess pulling from outside instead of like you said pouring into the community i think that's something recent you know with this new well with the fuck it with the full administration that brought about all of the oh, i'm just gonna pull from the guy from europe instead of the dope painter from up the block because you know all of that brings prestige and look look at that city we got a guy from europe who made a more a mural here but like you were saying it doesn't put the light on the artists who are here who have been putting the work in who deserve that shot and what's interesting is that the most legendary artists from jersey city like are graffiti artists oh yeah like, when you think yeah. about it like the real ogs yeah like the forefathers mm-hmm. and the the people that really paved the way you have cause you know we were just speaking about cheese earlier mm-hmm. and, and and countless other you know phenomenal graffiti artists like they paved the way like their generation we're the first to like touch yeah. down and be like we're gonna we're gonna perfect our craft and we're gonna do it because we grew up in this community 
and we're going to be the ambassadors of the community and we're not going to be you know you know um stuck up about it we're just going to do it because we have dreams and and aspirations and so they were the first ones do you do you consider yourself an ambassador um of jersey city yeah absolutely everywhere i go talk your shit everywhere i go and i feel like low-key every person from jersey city even if you're an artist or not i feel like they feel that little glimmer like Mm -hmm. deep down like yeah i gotta be an ambassador for jersey city you know because when people ask you about jersey city very few people you know can be able to they always annex it Mm -hmm. to you know new york city or you gotta be like yeah it's close to manhattan now we don't gotta do it do that anymore no you know, or they'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, like Newark, like International Liberty Airport. Yeah, I was around that air, no, you know, area. <laughs> but it's like we finally have our own identity, you know, and I think we fought for that, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because you know why people like DJ Envy will take a picture with like Hope DiBiase. Shout out to Hope. Shout out to many, man. And he'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, he's from Jersey City. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. It has a street rep. Jersey City got a street rep. Mm-hmm. So now, if you're from Jersey City, it means something because it's like ride or die survival out here. Right. And everyone knows that. Right. So now we got that badge. Is Jersey saying you're from Jersey City is a good thing? Yeah. yeah. And I think that I think that part of it is kind of what put us in a box for a long time because we was always known for being with the shits. Yeah, and that's and every time bad, bad right bad we, we always had a bad rep and it was always oh you from jersey city oh that shit get crazy out there it wasn't yo y'all got a lot of dope shit going on it was yo listen i don't where you from mm-hmm. <laughs> you sure where i gotta meet you at i can't meet you in <laughs> like by the path station or something like it Me was always Hobo. that yeah like yeah, yeah it, it was always Me that in the heights right it was always that instead of Yo, y'all got a lot of dope shit going on out there. Yo, I went to an art show out there that was fire. Oh, I met some artists out there that was fire. I think I think you touched on it early. I think now we're at that point where you say Jersey City and it's not just all the negative connotations first. That's always going to be there because we are what we are. But that's kind of taking a back seat to... No, we have arts here. We are a diverse community. We are... It's scholars here, it's thinkers here, it's artists here. Like we have more than just the bullshit. Like we have New York Times bestsellers. Absolutely. Here. We have renowned authors. Like mm-hmm. the one of the most renowned, I say, um, children's books. You know, authors is a Jersey City native, and we all know Walter Dean Myers. Yeah, you shout know? out to like, Walter Dean. You know, you just got some actors. Oh yeah, and, and, and a lot of actors too. And I, I, I really just wish that. Well, I don't want to say wish. I think that's just gonna come with time. But I, I feel as though that now what's what's going on, where it's just kind of like during the Fulop administration. I think this was like really prominent around like, you know, 2015, 2016. There was this hashtag that was called Jersey City, make it yours. Oh yeah, I remember that shit. And so we was just like, Jersey City, make it yours. Like, it's been ours. Like, how can you make Jersey City yours when it's been ours? Right. You know? And and I think that's, like, so important because it's, like, a supplement of gentrification, obviously, is, you know, um, not graffiti, murals. There's murals, and there's a lot of emphasis placed on developing, Mm -hmm. like, a nucleus that's closer to you know where the the financial Mm -hmm. um district is or like the capital is where the money is basically yeah where all the money is and that's like downtown you have Mm -hmm. like harsonist cove you have harborside financial center you have grove that's where that whole grove thing walk through that's where it is Mm -hmm. you know but it's just like okay so we need we need something to push it now Behind every affluent part of a, a city or a town, right before it, it's always the marginalization. Mm-hmm. It's always the oppression. It's always the ghetto. Mm-hmm. You know, and I hate to use the term the ghetto, but, you know, it's always a place where the, the resources are, are funneled out and placed in the affluent area. Right. Because 
you 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 need to oppress a particular kind of people mm -hmm. or, or type of people or or a demographic of people region of people in order for the 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 fancy white people in the transplants mm -hmm. to have their thing you know and that's unfortunate but that's that's exactly what's happening now yeah with jersey city and so it's like it's a double-edged sword because art and, and and the push for you know the city beautification project um with putting the murals it's it's a supplement of that but it also gives us a chance like for the artists to shine mm -hmm. for us to finally get our flowers or at least be begin to work to get you know our flowers because i very much so consider myself as i got you know decades uh -huh. you know to go before i can be like I don't want I don't want to beg for my flowers. Mm -hmm. No one should beg for their flowers. Right, right. <laughs> but no, saying but... that like where I can be like, you know, like a cultivator, you know, like a, a mother of the scene. Like I have students. I have, you know, mentees. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm I'm very young myself, so I have a, you know, a long ways to go, but I feel like now that we're in that space of where the art is is being shown mm -hmm. on us or mm -hmm our art is being displayed through a lens, we kind of get a chance for us to shine. You know, I think that's happening. You spoke on it earlier. I think with the political climate, I think that's happening in tandem because, you know, we were speaking earlier and, you know, with the way, the state of the country now and just this, this emphasis on our community and making sure that we support each other that we hold each other down, that we push each other up because of the climate. I think that's why now in Jersey City, the artists who have been here, the artists who have been putting in work are getting their recognition or people who are out of town are realizing, oh shit, he's been here or she's been here for X amount of years. Oh, he's born and bred here. Oh, they're doing some dope shit. Let me look at what they're doing. Because I think now, <clears throat> pardon me, I think now, there are they are excluding the, the bozos there are a lot of people who are taking the who have taken upon themselves to say look this is what's happening out here and i'm going to show that through my art i'm going to show that through my music i'm going to show that through my graffiti or whatever the case may be and i think now because of just the just the bullshit that we've had to deal with this year alone has made everybody like alright we gotta get it together we gotta support each other we've all been like alright I'll break it down like this like this year alone I haven't met more Jersey City artists in my entire life except this year I've ran across all types of artists who've been here for years and we've never met each other because now everyone is like, oh, you're talking about what's going on? I'm talking about what's going on. Oh, somebody you know knows what I'm talking about? Oh, let's connect. Let's build together. Let's, all right, well, let's try to see how we can help each other because we're all from the same area. We're all fighting this gentrification. We're all fighting this oppression through different avenues. But let's do it together because we're all fighting for the same thing, essentially. And I think that's why... I think the timing of it is just damn near perfect because it's like the climate is what it is. And, you know, you were saying before about the golden era. I think now, I think we talked about this before. I, I think now is the beginning of a, I guess, a second golden era. Second wave. yeah. Like a second wave because it's, it's everyone is kind of like on the same accord. Finally. And what's beautiful is that now we're seeing the merging of different generations come together. Right. I feel like for a while, it was kind of just the 80s and 90s babies, especially the 90s babies. Mm -hmm. We was holding this down. Right. Like, we were the ones that were really kind of like trying to just branch out and and, and, and really create and, and really put on the shows and do the creative projects. Not, and not, let, me, I, let me, let me, I think, you know, I think why that happened is because like i would say probably me and frankie's generation the generation old before us we were kind of stuck on the street right. we was kind of on that mentality and not realizing that we can take that art 
and show it to all of these other, you know, the more artistic kids. Like everybody was like, no, I got to be hot in the hood. I got to be hot doing street shit where you can do street shit, but it can still be um, digestible to the masses. It doesn't have to be just for these this square mile of the hill. It can be for the entire city. And I think more artists now are realizing, oh, I could do my I can rep where I'm from. I can do my street shit using air quotes, but I can still go to an art show. I can still work with an artist or a painter or a filmmaker because I don't have to be subjugated to this these square miles. Yeah. And I think the, the street um, narrative and I, I mean, like the narrative as in like your generation and, and the stories that. Mm -hmm. I think those stories are very much so valid, even if there weren't many artists that came from that or it wasn't really pushed like it is now. And I say that because I always feel like when you're a Jersey City native, um, you kind of have that bipartisan experience of, you know, being in the art, but mm -hmm. also being in, in the hood and, and knowing the hood and, and, and your street in particular. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we you always had we had that duality with us. Yeah. We always had that duality. Yeah, here. you know, like if I'm from one part of Jersey City. You kind of been you have the ability to travel, right? When you got yeah. a green light, which is how <laughs> gangs work. No, that's a fact, though. Work, you got a fact. green light. So if you be like, oh, you heard of this guy? It's like the mob. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, he cool, he cool. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that's it. But your reputation travel like lightning. As soon as you did yeah. some bitch shit. <laughs> They gonna hear about it. Oh, they gonna hear it on Facebook. They oh yeah, hear about it immediately. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I was just gonna mention, you know, you know, just in passing. I remember as a kid, you know, seeing like, you know, Dark Side. Or Shout not, out to Dark Side. If not Dark Side, then like um, Lexington. Shout like, out to Lex. You know, or different like gangs or whatnot, and of course, like obviously, like gangs are not, you know, good or. Mm -hmm. But it's I mean, a part like, of the culture, though. Yeah, it's a part of the culture. And with it being a part of the culture, like, it's still, you know, let's, let's served its place. Let's say violence ain't, like, violence ain't it's good. Still it's not violence. It's not violence. Let's say violence ain't good. But, but gang, gangs come together. They're just an organization. It's a form of assembly. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. organization. That sounds much better. It's, it's a form, form of assembly. assembly. Listen, man, it's like the military. Assembly. It's just like the military. That's why I say yeah. capo, the first one. You know, this is, it's an order to it. Now, mm -hmm. how that... How that order is run is from the higher ups. So if the higher ups are uh, on some ill shit, then there's gonna be ill shit that's gonna happen. And if they're on some positive shit, then they're gonna have free book bags, events, and shit like that. Cause mm -hmm. gangs do that too. Yeah. So we can't overlook that. You know, that's why I feel like it's the violence. Like if you you're trying to screw over people, then that's gonna manifest itself as people dying in the streets and shit. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But, but, but seeing like how now. I don't. I wouldn't necessarily say the gang life died down, but mm -hmm. now we have new forms of assembly. Mm -hmm. We have nonprofit organizations. Mm -hmm. Like Jersey City is 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 blooming beautifully mm -hmm. with different nonprofit organizations. We have Solidarity JC. Shout um, the Black Men United. Yes, we have Black Men United. Shout the Royal Men Foundation. We have the Royal Men Foundation, and a lot of these um, foundations are spearheaded by artists themselves or dudes you know? who have been in the street. Yeah, and, and also live that bipartisan experience. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's the beauty in it. That's why the story is still valid. Mm -hmm. Because we want to sit and we want to hear that story. I know a lot of artists that started out in the street, mm -hmm. you know, and then made their way to, you know, finding their passion and, and, and utilizing that part of their life as being <coughs> the inspiration or, you know, their identity. I, I, I think I was trying to get to that. That side is more sustainable acceptable now like if you're yeah. from that side like if you're from a street side it's more acceptable for you to be engaged in the arts it's more acceptable for you to be this is gonna sound weird but it's more accept acceptable for you to be like educated or be smart you know what i'm saying or like science or some shit because it was always this weird stigma like if you're from the hood then you can't be no nerd like it was right. always something stupid but now it's now when I'm seeing now the cool. gangsters come out and be like, yo, you saw that new Naruto? Exactly. Night, like, you, you, <laughs> you saw saying? that new Naruto? <laughs> Did you watch uh Neil deGrasse Tyson, my nigga? Like <laughs> shit like that. So I think what I'm seeing now, and let me know if you've seen the same thing, like I'm seeing the worlds merge. I'm I'm seeing 
you know, someone who's more artsy, not really whatever, talking to the super street dude who just got out of jail 20 minutes ago. Like, I'm seeing more of that. And that is creating more beautiful art. It's creating more beautiful collaborations because mm -hmm. the worlds are blending. You can take this, like you could take a guy off the street who has this wisdom from that field and now he's talking about his life with an artist like yourself painting behind them. I'm yeah. saying I'm seeing more of the worlds merging, which I think is absolutely dope. I think it's dope too, and I definitely see it, you know? And I think I think the reason why it's is that way is because we see the bigger picture now. That's a fact. We see the bigger picture now. Because like I said before, the Jersey City brand prior to this artistic awakening mm -hmm. or um, social conscious, you know, awakening is, or was, excuse me, like was a street life. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, we all mutually can see that that was once Jersey city. Right. And so we obviously know that that exists, but we kind of see the bigger picture where it's like, the reason why that existed was because of, of, of the defunding mm -hmm. of the education system. Mm -hmm. It was like that because of the you know food deserts mm -hmm. and and why is why is there a whole foods downtown but on the hill you got an extra right um or a pioneer or pioneer you know or for my spanish people aqui over there on cindy Ben aqui <laughs> or for um breaking lafayette you got key food you know key food alpha key food been there forever yeah um but or I, <clears throat> I think even with that though to combat that i'm seeing more people who have the resources like people from jersey city who have gone out and learned about farming learned mm -hmm. about how to grow your own vegetables learned yes. about what we need to eat better are coming back into the into, coming back into our communities and being like yo look you could drink this smoothie my nigga you ain't gotta go to the liquor store and get a fifth any all day like you can i think people are coming in and showing us that there's um I think people are coming in and showing that there's more because <clears throat> a lot of people from Jersey City don't leave Jersey City and they don't know that, like you were saying, there's a food desert on your block. Like, I mean, I think they know, but they haven't, they they know that, man, there's not really any selections, but they kind of just like accept it as being that um, it's, it is what it is, you know? And... Well, I think we don't have to. I think that's where we're at now, where we don't have to accept it. I, I perfectly agree. And, and and I see it more emphasis placed on like a holistic lifestyle. Like I never knew Jersey City had doulas, but I saw that photo um, diary mm -hmm. um, from Daquan Sweeney mm -hmm. of, of, of doulas, black doulas. And I'm like, what? Yeah, there's like, a lot of them. Huh? In Jersey City, I've never, ever seen that. And, and I think that's something that's beautiful because, you know, it's it's a solution to a problem that's you know prominent with with black women and, and medical racism right and you know but seeing that little bit of a morsel of, of activism mm -hmm. and, and and community um solidarity in that and then seeing of course like you know um there's a farmer's market mm -hmm. which i mean not everybody's from the community from there but there's a farmer's market um, and also, too, kind of seeing, like, these little, like, brands. I mean, they're not little, but different kind of brands mm -hmm. kind of, you know, making their way of having, like, the natural hair care products and, you know, wellness products that, you know, yeah, don't have the chemicals. So that's why Jersey City is just blossoming. Like, there's different parts, different cracks and crevices. Mm -hmm. And in those cracks and crevices, there are, you know, just people showing their their own way in which they can be creative yeah i <clears throat> i think the um the the common theme of community is being uh promoted more and more like even when which, when you were saying about the doulas like i was just as surprised as you were because i didn't know we had that many doulas in jersey city but it felt so on brand for just us as a community because we're all very our community is spiritual by nature so 
but we always kind of understood that like in secret it wasn't never like a public thing where it's like yo i know a doula come you know what i mean or i know a holistic healer yeah it was always like all right look my aunt do some shit but she don't really <laughs> fuck with too many people you know what i'm saying now it's just mm-hmm. like oh your, your your wife is pregnant or whatever the case may be or if you have an ailment go see so-and-so go see i mean this person to like to, to help swear, you the reiki the reiki healers used to be posted up you know oh, selling yeah. the incense and the oils mm-hmm. you know like the, the spot on a junction the natural the, i forgot the name of this i'm sorry beloved i'm blanking out on the name of your store but on a junction <coughs> excuse me on a junction there is a holistic store where they sell all types of natural products and that's been there for years but in recent times i'm gonna say within like the past two or three years i've seen so much traffic in that store because more people are like i'm not taking these pills my nigga like like you were saying about with black women and the maternity rate and just the medical discrimination like more people are realizing like we can't trust them so i'd rather go get something from someone who looks like me who nine times out of ten has my best interests at heart to give me something that's going to genuinely help me mm-hmm. and not just give them a dollar or give me a dollar or pump me full of some products because you got an insurance quota to meet like you know what i'm saying so yeah i, I think <clears throat> with that influx and more and more people being like i can it's, it's weird it's like we didn't before this awakening it's like i always felt like we didn't trust each other as a community oh absolutely i i I was just about to touch up on that and i and i feel like that kind of goes into with us not really having that um establishing of like a united front as a Mm -hmm. community Mm -hmm. it was kind of like a dog eat dog um world kind of thing absolutely and i think that comes with every community especially like in the art scene like it's it's very you know competitive mm-hmm. yep. um in a marginalized community in general is very competitive it can you know? be crabs in a bucket yeah the age, you know? the age old saying the mm-hmm. age old saying you know and and so it's like but stated before here we are in this paradigm shift in 2020 mm-hmm. we're in a pandemic our mobility is limited mm-hmm. we have social media which kind of finds its way to you know bring each other together absolutely that's really how like i'm being able to connect with like people from you know older generations than me Mm -hmm. you know um i'm just like wow like you were here all along Mm -hmm. you know that's exactly how i feel like holy shit you was doing all this dope shit and i didn't know who you were if i didn't follow you on ig Mm -hmm. right or twitter twitter has been really great too yeah twitter is absolutely great for things like that And and i and i'm i often think about um you know it, it's just it's just it always trips me out in a way because it's like it just seems to maybe it's the optimist in me talking but it always seems to me that right now like you're saying this paradigm shift is us realizing you know like frankie was saying crabs in a bucket instead of us all pulling each other down we realize all right we can use this person to get up and that other person can use him to get up and so on and so yeah. forth it becomes a ladder instead of us pulling each other down. And it being symbiotic and not exploitive. And I feel like that's big that's, because that's, like that's a bar. Um, that's a bar. I feel like and even with me like navigating like my own like personal journey, like I feel like now I'm in a space where I'm where I, it's not just me obviously wanting to push my art mm-hmm. and, and wanting to be successful and to, you know, really build something for myself, but it's like what can I provide for the community? What it's, can you provide for the community? Yeah, what can I provide for the community? Like, how That's can not I... what your country can do for you. <laughs> what could you, you do for you? Well, that's not what <laughs> your no, but, hood no, can do I was, for I, you. I was genuinely, yeah. asking, I was genuinely asking you, like, what can you, as an artist, as in the globe, what can you provide for your community? I think I can provide for my community, like, a new perspective. I was going to say that. A new perspective. And, like, I feel like the perspective would, would be to to empathize Mm -hmm. and i feel like we the thing that kind of brings jersey city together i always feel like it's like storytelling but people just don't want to admit it yet Mm -hmm. 
um, storytelling and, and, and being able to, you know, highlight ways in which that brings us together. Okay. You know, um, like hip hop and rap. Like, that's a form of orature. Mm. Like, that was, like, the first kind of way in which people communicated and connected with each other. Yeah, storytelling. Storytelling. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I want to add more so a holistic component of it. Okay. Where it's, like, we focus on healing and, like, our mental health. Because oftentimes, like, the archetype of, like, when it comes to, like, being an artist or creating, is like, you have to be on drugs or you gotta use drugs. Or no you more Xanny. Leave them goddamn pills. You know, alone. going to complete madness, and you have to be in a complete disarray. But here you are, and like pause you know, for the cause. I don't mean to cut you off, but I have to admit, some of the best art comes from the most fucked up people. Yes, and and that's a hundred percent true. But how do you tell that to like a young aspiring artist who's like, damn, like my shit is not popping because like I'm not you know, doing these hard drugs, it's that and the third. I'm saying, like, you can do whatever you want to do and your path is your path, but at least just take a look at a a more holistic path because one thing that I really had to work on, and this is just me being critical of myself, and I'm an open book, I'm not afraid to talk about anything, is Mm -hmm. being able to compartmentalize my mental health from my discipline Mm -hmm. and, and being able to make them be you know, co-conspirators to my elevation, my success. Can you expound on that a little more? Like, because I understand what you mean. I just want you to elaborate on that a little more because I think so, that's important. Um, there would be times where I would, um, I'm just going to say, like, I have anxiety. Okay. I have anxiety um, and I um, haven't been diagnosed by a... <laughs> A psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, by the way. Or well, that's bullshit, by the way. <laughs> go continue. Um, but sorry. I haven't been diagnosed by um, a psychiatrist. Um, but I, I, I have experienced depression, mm-hmm. and a lot of people experience depression. Like some shit, like hits the fan in your life, and you experience depression. Absolutely. And so, like, whenever I would experience that, I didn't know how to, you know, be compassionate or gentle with myself. Mm-hmm. So instead. I would just kind of wallow and sulk in it and I would completely just turn the other cheek and other way from my art and here there would be clients and there would be people that would be like okay like what are you doing like Mm -hmm. you know where's the stuff and so I kind of felt like it became this thing where it's like I had to perform and put on for people and when I didn't show up it was like a dagger and of course it was a dagger because it may become of come off as if I was unscrupulous, mm. as if like Good I word, um, wasn't, you know, serious or that I was just some plaything. Mm. And so I had to go through my own spiritual awakening. Um, I had to, you know, really kind of set boundaries and, and, and also kind of advocate and speak for myself and, and, and be like, listen, this is what happened, but this is where we're going. Okay. And since doing that, I've been able to really kind of begin to have better relationships within the scene mm-hmm. and within you know just my personal collaborators and and friends as well because like mental health is important absolutely um and i feel like a lot of times like when when deals go sour it's not completely that person being um just wanting to be a bozo or mm-hmm. just wanting to be unscrupulous like there's something behind that and so that kind of brings back to like what perspective I intend to bring to to Jersey City or what I am doing with my art is kind of just allowing people to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. through a lens where it's you can examine and mine your mental um, abilities your your psyche and you can you can engineer your thoughts for them to work in your favor and, and have that be the steam and the engine and the the push for you to 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 dig in deep into your art Mm-hmm. And and sense for me to do that, sense I said sense for me to do that. <laughs> Sleepy, it's, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> but but since I've been since I've been able to do that, or be, really begin to do that, I feel like I've been able to have a healthy relationship with my craft, and also too like I'm older now, when mm-hmm. I have responsibilities and mm-hmm. I have 
you know, bills and you got to pay taxes yeah, and boy. you, you got to do what you got to do. So, you know, that's the perspective I want to bring that you can be vulnerable, that you can heal and, and, and utilize your art as being an in-depth look into making that happen. Well, I, I, I will tell you that I think you are on the road to doing that. All your art now is and invokes something when I look at it. Like it's makes me want to be vulnerable a little bit. <laughs> you know what I'm but I, I think I think this is what you're doing is super dope. Um, one more question before we get out of here. You know, you talked you talked about the bigger picture for in the glow. What is the bigger picture? Um, Keep glowing. <laughs> my bigger picture is um, I think my life purpose is to be a teacher okay and I know that it's to be a teacher because I'm always placed in a position of learning and, and, and somehow in some way being able to um, relay that information and we okay. all do that that's like something that's all humans do it but being a teacher in a sense where it's not like me just in a traditional classroom mm -hmm. but being a teacher where it's like i'm a coach a little bit okay or not just a coach but me kind of being in a space to where i can exude that through my artistry and i don't want to i i mean i'm kind of beating around the bush on purpose because i don't want to I, like, I don't give you away don't get all soft you don't gotta get a soft no you i want you to see it but the future that the, what I have in store is like you know I want people to to be able to be inspired by me being vulnerable and just me being who I am truthfully Absolutely. in my entirety vulnerability is, 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 is key vulnerability is key well you know you have our support you know we, we support everything you do we appreciate everything you do and that road that trajectory is there like you're gonna get there and i appreciate you coming through um this is a very dope conversation like now i got a lot to think about just with moving forward um usually we have music suggestions but i haven't really listened to anything are you listening to anything that you want to tell the people to um yes i want to give like a, a huge shout out um to um, Naja Young, she actually just released a really dope album called "Here um, Goes Nothing." Naja Young, I'm to look her yeah, up. and you can get her music on Bandcamp. It's okay. really phenomenal. Um, she did a great job on the album, um, and also there's a Brain Orchestra project. He's he's always having like a really dope project. Shout that's out to Brain Orchestra. So. Um, uh, I think he has like the Wizard Scroll. That's like mm -hmm. a yeah, really, that's fine. Like a really cool joint. Um, and he actually just released like I think like a new single or even I think another project called Marmalade. And yeah, that's he like start, really he be rapping. Yeah, and so definitely check that out. Um, and yeah, that's like really what I can think of um, right now at the moment. Oh, and one last thing mm -hmm. so uh there's another awesome singer song he just released like his really dope vi visual for um pathos okay um and he's a phenomenal singer just artist in general and that's a really cool tune so if you want to get kind of like a, a in-depth look at the brilliant sets in jersey city or just in new jersey period i say definitely check out those three artists or right. thank you for that Thank you for that. Um, Frankie, you got any closing words, bro, before we get out of here? Nope. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all so much for having me. Like, it's been a blast and it's been an honor to, you know, be on the podcast. Keep doing what you're doing. You're Thank phenomenal. You. Thank you. You're amazing. You. And I'm happy our paths really, you know, intertwine. Oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. This was super duper dope. You know, we're going to collaborate more in the future, so. You, know, you you basically family so oh you know. likewise yeah, likewise so, um <laughs> but uh follow sean everything instagram for the stress underscore podcast you can follow me on twitter at twitter.com slash 4kj you can follow frankie on ig at 
Frankie Metals. Follow A Celestial Goddess for your holistic healing. Follow at Ivy's Tico for your herbal needs. Follow uh, Embrace Naturally for your hair care needs. Follow the Dojo at the Dojo JC on IG for your recording needs. Make sure y'all like, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a motherfucker friend. Oh, shout out your IG. Yes, it's, I was just about to say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, all that shit. You can find, you can follow me. I said Fondle. <laughs> Don't do that. Fondle. Do not do that. <laughs> you can follow me at Indiglo, um on all social media sites that's i and it's a nancy d-i-g-l-e-a-u-x mm-hmm. yeah i had to put the n in nancy just in case yep because you know, you know people, you know, some you people are slow you people know are slow. I, i'm a mumbler a little bit but yeah <laughs> you can follow me on that and if you want to check out the docuseries the tentative url because you're going to change it soon um is atx faces on instagram that's a-t-x-f-a-c-e-s it's all right. We're going to put all of that in the description so people okay. can... Um, all right. You know, I just had to put it out there. I work for customer... I used to work for customer service. Right. So, like, I had to put, like, the little... No, like, it's, it's all good. Hey, it's Nancy. We, yeah, we... we <laughs> I do hate that shit. You got to be like, no, man. It's A as an Adam. Because you was looking at me weird while I was doing that. So, you want me to redo it? Redo it. Redo it. <laughs> no, redo no, we it. good. I'm going to put everything in the description. We're going to make sure everyone right, follows so you. Take that part off then. Oh no, no, we good. People going listen, man. We keep it nice and we keep it nice and authentic. Okay, we'll take care. this part out. This. No. <laughs> we keep it. We keep take it. Well, all right. So no, no, no. We, we keep it nice out, and man. we keep it nice and authentic here. So don't worry about it. But uh, in the meantime, in between time, <laughs> vulnerability for the stress. My, my, that was like my Capricorn rising. Like, <laughs> all right. See now they about to get into this horoscope shit. So we got to get the fuck up out of here. You're probably about to get back into the horoscope. Yeah, y'all gonna get back into the horoscope shit. I am that's out of my wheelhouse. So in the meantime, in between time, vulnerability for the stress. You dig what I'm saying? Y'all be safe. Wear your fucking mask. Wear your mask. Wear your goddamn mask. We see y'all next week. You can do better than me.